Hey, this is Emlyn from Emlyn in the Mix. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Emlyn in the Mix, today for more audio, mixing, unboxings, reveals, awesome equipment, audio technology. What more could you want? Emlyn in the Mix on YouTube. Subscribe today. All right, hey guys, welcome back to the Emlyn in the Mix podcast, season two, episode 12 on this wonderful April the 2nd. It is Easter weekend if you celebrate Easter, so happy Easter to all of those who are celebrating that. Although I believe most of my viewers are in the US and I think some of you guys celebrate Easter. Anyway, I know it's not as big a festival as it is over here in Australia, but let's get stuck straight into what has been happening on I was gonna say what's been happening on the Emlyn in the, in the mix world <laughs> although it's uh, the audio technology world which is of course what we cover here on the Emlyn in the mix podcast now if you haven't already and you're watching live on the YouTube uh, right now please consider subscribing to the Emlyn in the mix YouTube channel which you'll be watching right now anyway so you might as well just click that I'd really appreciate that and without further ado uh, you can also listen to this on the podcast as well on Spotify and iTunes but without further ado we do have to rush along today so let's get stuck straight into the news so and then we're going to look at the Rolly Studio player by the way all right so the first thing we're going to look at here is from pioneer dj these get a few features on the podcast that have just released a bunch of uh new speakers three different sets with the vm50 the vm70 and the vm80 so the vm series of active near field monitor speakers from pioneer dj these look pretty amazing now again obviously with speakers it is not about the aesthetic although they really do lean towards it is more about how they sound so it comes down to listening to feedback from users and others that are actually getting to play with these I dare say, I, and I haven't, I haven't actually ever owned a pair of the Pioneer uh, speakers, so I don't 100% know how they do sound. Although I do know they are popular amongst DJs, but I dare, I dare say that these lean towards having a a bit more of a mid and bass uh sort of heavy uh you know for your dj sets and that sort of thing i could be totally wrong so please don't take my word for it as i haven't used these but let's have a look at here what it says you can recreate club style audio using intuitive dsp control to tune the sound to suit any room so that's already right there that is very cool that is much like the ik multimedia uh mtm iLouds, which i have here which come with like a little microphone which you can then tune to get the precise sort of detail for your sound in your room <clears throat> so essentially recreate club style sound class d amps uh and easily adjust the sound with dsp control intuitive dsp settings enable you to tweak the output to find the ideal sound for the room you're working in whether it's shape size and construction you can click the lower q and higher q knobs into four different positions each giving you 16 possible eq settings that's pretty cool and it has a fresh professional design, which we just touched on at the start of this, uh, the brand new design of the hexagonal, <laughs> I can barely say that word, aluminum front. Baffle brings a fresh aesthetic to the VM series speaker, so they look 
right or tight at home next to other pioneer dj gear so yeah all you djs out there but not even djs just you know studio musicians uh that might be worth checking out pioneer makes some pretty solid gear and that's the brand new vm series vm 50 70 and 80 uh coming in at, at five seven and eight inch cones all right let's move along to our next little piece of news here and this is if you're watching on the youtube channel this is basically just some text which you can see and i uh, probably can't read on there but that's okay because i don't necessarily want you guys to read that um no i'm just kidding uh it's nothing uh like uh, secretive or anything so this next piece of news is actually may or may not be interesting to you but i know for most of the audio community who uses this website they'll find this informative so the name gear sluts uh, yes, that is a website name for those of you who don't know. It's actually updating its name to be a bit more of a general sort of appealing to more sort of musicians and audio nerds alike. Uh, they're changing their name to Gear Space. Uh, so I just thought I'd mention that. And if you do use Gear Sluts, it's going to be updated to Gear space personally i like the original name i mean it had its little niche sort of user base and you know we're going to be updating to gear space just to appeal to a bigger audience there uh so no longer going to be referred to as gear slots and maybe that is to do with that uh, being pc and all of that sort of thing but you know take it for what it is i think uh that website is a fantastic website and has a very very good community and for finding out about audio and music technology news you can pretty much find it on gear slots sorry Gearspace. so that is an update there moving along next piece of news here is from this is for our pro tools users which i don't know if there are many i did a, a recent survey on my uh, youtube channel and uh, Pro Tools wasn't faring too well. In fact, I don't even think it was faring as a door, a user door choice, which is kind of sad because I basically make my bread and butter using Pro Tools. It is a fantastic door if you're doing audio, uh, audio engineering, or even just sample sound design. Pro Tools is king, to be honest, and it's still an industry standard. So, you know, if more young people can learn to use it, fair play i know even a lot of really top mixing engineers still use pro tools or are using pro tools currently anyway quick bit of news for pro tools is that they've just introduced the support of the m1 chip here and mac os big sur on intel max so this is really big news if you are actually a big sur user or you have one of those brand new m1 based uh m1 chip based Apple Macs, you are going to be able to use Pro Tools now. So that is very exciting news. And especially on the back of that, just how bloody quick those new M1 chips are. I've seen a lot of reviews on YouTube about them and there's nothing but good words to say about those. So yeah, this is really exciting news. As we move forward, utilizing that M1 chip, that native chip that makes everything move seamlessly and super fast, this is fantastic and exciting news. Okay, before we get to our big feature, which we're getting there, guys, I just have to mention a few more things here that have come up for the news in the audio technology world here. And the next one is that Korg Gadget 2 has just had an update, which is now bringing NKS support to both Mac and Windows. Now, I believe they 
already had NKS support for Mac, but they didn't have it for Windows. So now you Windows users can utilize the NKS. That's if you have that, the native uh, complete support. I think that's what it abbreviates to. <laughs> Essentially, if you have one of those native instruments controllers like the S49, or you even have a machine, which you can't see, I don't know why I'm pointing at it here on my camera, but if you have a machine studio or MK2 or 3 or even MK1, I believe. Oh, no, actually, maybe not MK1. But anyway, you now have NKS support, which basically means you can scroll around and get in there and, uh, you know, select your, you know, soft synth from Native Instruments, of course, or uh, external effects or whatever it is that you're using inside Native Instruments, and you can use it with NKS. And that works on Windows and Mac now. So that is a very excellent and exciting update indeed. Our last bit of news before we get into our feature product on the podcast today, which is from Rolly Studio, so stick around for that, is UVI introducing Kinetics here. I thought this was cool. I actually thought it looked a little bit like Native Instruments has a similar one, which I've forgotten the name of, <laughs> funnily enough, on the podcast here today. But uh, Kinetics is a deep and complex collection of sounds exploring exploring the themes of movement, light, and shadow. Kinetics delivers tones ranging from subtle and spacious modulated environments to complex rhythms, sound beds, and chaotic glitch-inspired madness. Combined with Falcon's expansive sound shaping capabilities, endless creative potential awaits. So let's have a quick look. I do have a little preview of a trailer here for you guys. So we're just going to open that up now. Let me just go back a bit here. We'll just play this back for you. So there you have it, guys. For those of you on the podcast, probably um, just listening to a bit of background music there. But if you're watching on YouTube, you would have seen uh, essentially what it is, is it's it works in the Falcon 2 player. So if you have Falcon 2 by UVI, which is really good, by the way, I actually have a copy of that and we should feature it on the YouTube channel soon. Uh, essentially, it works inside there. It's a bit like complete or something like that where you can, uh, you know, add contact, sorry. We can add different players, um, sample based players. And more or less, uh, it essentially is like, a vo- you could sort of hear it in the music there, but it's going to have like those evolving sort of metallic, crunchy sort of sound. Sounds really good for making spatial sort of sound effects or even movie trailers, that sort of thing. Definitely one to keep on your radar if you're into producing that sort of music or audio. All right, let's move straight on to our feature for today. And we are really rushing along today. And it comes to us, of course, and judging by the title, if you've been watching on YouTube or you've been listening on the podcast, comes to us from our friends 
uh, Rolly, and we're going to be featuring right now the Rolly Studio. I just wanted to have a quick look at this, and we're going to do a very deep dive on the YouTube channel uh, in a video coming up very shortly. But I'll just do a quick uh, deep dive for you. Well, not a deep dive, <laughs> a quick overview for you guys here on the podcast. And I'm just going to change channels here. We do have a Rolly Lumi Keys with us, if you're not familiar with that one. Uh, that is what you can see on the camera right here, essentially just being a little MIDI controller, but it has polyphonic aftertouch, uh, which is really amazing for doing expressive uh, sort of sounds and that sort of thing. All right, so we'll keep it on this camera here. For those of you watching, you can see it lights up as well, hence it being the Lumi, which is very good. And you can hear it there in the background. Uh, so I just wanted to feature the Rolly Studio Player. I think it's amazing. You can actually use it as a plugin inside Ableton Live or Logic or that sort of thing. Uh, so we've got our different presets up here we can choose from. We've got cinematics. We've even got like from Cypher 2. So if we click on Cypher 2, for example, it's going to give us all my Cypher 2 presets that actually work inside the Rolly Studio Player. So we can just pull one of those up here. And it's really nice for navigating. So I actually have, if you have a look up in the top right, I've got a multi-layer arpeggiator, which I can turn off. So that's just me playing, but actually what does make this exciting is, of course, having the smart control up here, like the chord, smart chords and the arpeggiator. I love arpeggiators. If you've ever been following any of my content, you'll know I use arpeggiators quite a lot. Uh, so let's have a look here. We turn the arpeggiator on and you got different layers for the arpeggiator. So we can totally mix it up. You've got two different layers. You can change the actual style. So let's do, um, let's beef it up a bit, it's going to make it faster. And you got these smart chords here, we turn that on, that's going to work with the arpeggiator as well. And what's cool is uh, if you actually set up the Lumi keys um, correctly, which I haven't done for this video, unfortunately, today, but it actually shows you if you have a scale turned on, it'll actually show you it lights up here. I'll just see if I can get that. Oh, here we go. Yeah. I just had to press the button. I hadn't set it up properly. Uh, but there's my scale that I'm in. Everything's going to work in my scale, as you can see there. And I can change up individual uh, on the chords. I can change up the way they're playing. Let's try that, see if we get any difference. Now, one thing which is really cool is the Lumi Keys has polyphonic aftertouch, which is really a lot of fun. We'll just see, we get some EDM sounds here and just see if we can get, show off some of that. Ooh. Actually, that sound is probably not suitable for all of that arpeggiation going on there. So you can see that lighting up on the key there if you're watching on YouTube. And that's me actually essentially pushing in the polyphonic aftertouch. You get some really expressive sort of sounds as you can see there. 
So that's me doing polyphonic aftertouch. And I believe you can even just sort of like, <laughs> and a whole whole desk is shaking when I do that. Probably going a bit hard. But uh, you can even do such things as like pitch pitch bending. Uh, it's not that preset's not really doing that. I'll just see if I can find one that does it. Oh yeah, there you go. A little bit of LFO wobble. <laughs> so that's just me. What I'm doing, if you're listening on the podcast, I'm actually just wiggling the key. And you get this sort of five-dimensional, fifth-dimensional, sorry, expressive uh, ability, which is really cool. But anyway, look, there is a lot to this uh, Rolly Studio player. Uh, you've got effects down here as well, which which we can add effects. Let's just see what other nice little preset packs we have here before we wrap up the podcast today. Pull up Strobe here, for example. Let's have a listen. So here we've got like a bit of an arpeggiation. And you've got this nice XY on the audio effects too, so you can have your cutoff resonance or depending on what you've got connected to it. Uh, let's see, distortion. That's distortion. Let's do like a bit of delay here. And the built-in effects are actually really quite nice. That's not a good sound to really show it off. We're just doing... love that's that when you get when you push it right down you get that polyphonic aftertouch it's really nice let's chuck a bit of more reverb and decay just really nice and combined with the Luma keys as you can uh, if you're watching on YouTube there you can see it's just a marriage made in heaven very good I'm going to do a full overview of this on YouTube so make sure to subscribe if you haven't already uh, we're going to do some very in-depth uh, dive into Luma keys which I'm really excited about and we've got some really cool videos coming up anyway I'm going to just have to wrap up the video there unfortunately and the podcast for you guys today I hope you've enjoyed what you've seen and heard today and it was informative and if you did like what you've heard and seen today then please leave a review especially would love a review on iTunes and Spotify one star two stars three stars four stars five stars i don't even know why i'm saying one size you guys know what to do i'm just being stupid but uh yeah please leave some feedback would love that and uh yeah till next time guys thanks so much for joining me and peace out boom This is Emlyn from Emlyn in the Mix. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Emlyn in the Mix, today for more audio, mixing, unboxings, reveals, awesome equipment, audio technology. What more could you want? Emlyn in the Mix on YouTube. Subscribe today.